0: welcome to time Co presents today we speak with chelsea Bryan and sylvia grace crim about the actors apothecary a resource and place for actors to work on their craft and get help putting their careers on track we'll hear about the world's most benevolent landlady losing track of years of your life taking in actors of all shapes and sizes and condition and the return of the irrepressible hot dog bar Hosted by John Wood and Randy Perez, please enjoy this little edited view into the mercurial minds of actors when the tape is rolled out. Oh. <laughs> here we go. I not hear your
1: response about why you're not afraid to be on camera anymore,
2: but I am happy for you. I'm trying of like a segue into it. Speaking of segues, uh, we are here today with the heads of the Actors Apothecary. So Y'all are Segway co-owners, company. correct? Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: Segway, our company, with the lovely... Sylvia Grace Krim and.
4: Used to be Chelsea Bear when I went to U.N.L. Yes, now and it's Chelsea Bryant. Honestly, you guys can just call her Chucky. Don't, oh, no, right. don't call me Chucky. It's a horrific nickname that Sylvia Gritz Krim <laughs> is dying to give me. <laughs> Everyone at Mojo's on Magazine calls her that Chucky. Now.
3: Yeah, it's a pretty Ends good thing. On, on your coffee
2: cup. And the. Uh, Chucky? The, the voice you just heard popping as always, well not as always, that Randall Perez. Aka uh, Time Code Perez. Yeah. Time Code Perez. Sabra at, what was it, Sabra at, at Gmail? Thing?
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, but we're talking about the of Apothecary. <laughs> so when did y'all start this up? Why did y'all start this up? So and what is that? Yeah. And what do you
4: guys do? You want to take this one first, I check? gotcha, I gotcha. Um, almost, almost three years ago. Almost 50 <laughs> years ago. No, two to years To the ago. day. Yeah. No, we'll make three years in April. Your shocked face is how I feel No, as it's well. not.
1: It's two years. We just had our one-year anniversary.
4: Oh, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. Where am I? Um, two years ago, <laughs> we had a business, or I had a business in that location that we're at currently um, that I owned for around 10 years, and COVID swiftly killed it. And when I was closing the business down, I called my landlord of the 10 years, and I told her that I wasn't going to have a business anymore, and I was really sad to not be her tenant anymore. And she... Please, Chelsea, I can't have anyone else. Please, I'll lower your rent. I'll give you employees. Chelsea, please, start another business, please. I don't want anyone else in there. (laughs) That's exactly what she did. And so I called my agent, Rebecca Davis, And I was like, hey, do you think that there's any room or space or need in the city for a taping business? Because originally it was just going to be a self-tape business because everything due to COVID turned into self-taping. So there was a lot of older actors or actors that didn't have the funds to buy a setup that were struggling at the time. And uh, because I can never separate myself from Sylvia Grace Krim, I called her up and I was like, please, do this with me, and she was like, oh, "Yeah, I guess. God, okay. <laughs> I do live right there."
2: Well, and that's and it's funny because I was having somebody go to acting classes, and she needed to tape or something. And I think it was Dean West that told me like, "Oh, you should have actors apothecary. Ah. They uh, ah. they can help you record stuff." Because um, one of the things I do whenever people have to read, I'm always kind of annoyed whenever they send me back something and it's somebody on a phone or there's nobody talking opposite them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, I know that you, that's all you could do. You need to let me know that because then I can get somebody to do it for you, work and send you somewhere for that. And so that he had mentioned it, and that was the first time I had actually heard of it. Now y'all are doing all kinds of stuff.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, that's when we went into my or where we are now, the studio, to do renovations. We had the idea to build knock a, everything down. Knock <laughs> everything down. Uh, one thing you have to know about me is I have a raging ADHD. And so I was like, hey, guys. Or actually, it's Andrew Bryan. Um, he was like, you should build a stage. So we ended up demoing half of the building and built the stage ourselves. And, and again, our landlord was like, I don't care, Sylvia, <laughs> Chelsea, just do it. That's don't exactly care. what she I was like, are you sure we can just take? this bathroom out and build we plugged it plugged the plumbing up, built a stage Mm -hmm. we have two recording rooms
1: and a dressing room and a front office, beautiful table work that Chelsea did and a bathroom, we're really proud of that we do have a bathroom, that's good, that's helpful for people
2: Usually one of the requirements of a green room, but not everywhere. It's all right. Yeah, no not everywhere. Sense.
1: But now, not only we do, we have a self-taping business. We also have um, a studio space. You know, like a rehearsal space. We have a little black box theater. It's 15 feet wide, six feet wow. deep, uh, 47 seats, 48 uncomfortably. <laughs> 48. <laughs> I would say no, you no, could no. Take some more In there. fact, that's what I want to discuss with you for our next show. It has to be 47 from now on. That 48th chair is
4: just a nightmare. <laughs> I do feel like this may not be the time to discuss this, but. <laughs> That we can talk.
2: Well, I know whenever I went, uh, and it was just that was like a random Saturday. Uh, I know I was standing up in the back little concession area because it was just so many fucking people. Mm-hmm. So it was really impressive to me because one of the things that we talk about on with time code is. Um, a lot of the events that you go to, you go there and like, fuck, there's like 12 people here and we got to pretend like this is important. Like, I've never once seen that y'all like, oh, we can't pack them in. One of the things that I think a lot of people locally, a lot of filmmakers locally have an issue with is finding actors and finding uh, another thing, finding kid actors. And I remember we were having an, uh, an issue with the the theater scene uh, for um, the movie coming out called Vanishing Act. There was, He was like, we're not going to have enough people. We're not going to be able to fill it up. And then it was still like 50. It was tons of kids. And so it's very interesting, knowing a lot of local filmmakers, they do not know who to contact or where to go to try to find some people. And I will say that y'all were unbelievably assistive, assistiveness is not a word.
3: How did you guys create, it looks like y'all created a community. Like, I mean, obviously you have this space, How, like, is that sort of the goal is to create sort of like a symbiotic, it's not just a business, it seems like.
1: Absolutely. It's all about the community, all about inclusiveness, all about um, a space for creativity for
4: everyone. Mm-hmm. We really, really worked hard to become a communal hub for the performers in New Orleans, because we have so many talented actors. And a lot of times I feel like our local actors get overlooked, or they feel like they don't get the support from the local film community like maybe our Atlanteans get <laughs> um, and other hubs. And we just wanted a place where people could feel safe, feel like their voice matters. And, and you know, we've told so many people. And had the opportunity to put so many people on stage that might not have gotten that opportunity um, throughout the city. And it's been fun
1: getting to explore different different um, forms of performance, you know, not just on camera work, but like we were saying, the stage and having plays or one acts or just reading your script out loud and, and opening it up to the community and letting people come and uh, just get their, you know, shake the rust off, work out their actor muscles. and get back in the scene and make friends again and reconnect and network. And like Chelsea said, feel comfortable, feel welcome and have ideas for themselves. I, we want to inspire people to be, you know, motivated and ha- and creative. And one of
2: the things that y'all did, we're talking about different types of events, uh, one I went to was, it was improv but not improv It was one where one person <laughs> doesn't get the improv thing. And so they're oh, just going with me the story. Meet me halfway. Mm-hmm. So what kind of events y'all have? Because that's one of them. What other kind of things do y'all do?
4: Oh, man. So we have right now we're hosting or we're the venue for a local stand up comedy show called Retro Shade. And every month they have stand up comics roast whatever uh, astrological sign it is, uh, which is a lot of fun. They put a lot of work into it. They always have a signature cocktail. They market the hell out of it. We do Two Friends Improv. We have
1: Dawes Entertainment, Mm D-A-A-Z. Kayla and Sakina Dawes run Retro Shade, and they're taking Mm. the stand-up scene by
4: storm. They kill it. They're so good. They work so hard. Um, Two Friends Improv. Mm -hmm. Every Wednesday, the first Wednesday of every month, we have a show at the Apothecary. Sylvia and I perform as well in that. Oh, we did it for the first time. We just had our first performance together on stage this last week, and now we both have after like...
1: After three years? Two. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Where, where does the time go? I mean, it's true. We did like, we did put a lot of other people on stage for a couple years before we like felt like it was our time, and definitely it's our time
4: now. Yeah. I, yeah, we definitely tried to take a back seat. Um as often as possible, or if we were, we were supposed to perform at one of our cold reading events, which we should definitely talk about, yeah. we would, if another actor would come in, we would just bow out because we're, we're gonna get those opportunities, we're building a place for those opportunities, but right now it was important to us to lift other people up mm-hmm. as far as.
1: So the other event that I think is really important to mention is the cold reading series, and um, that's one that we do every single month and last sen- Sunday of the month, last Sunday of the month. Yeah. So now it's on the same same day every month. The last Sunday of every month is the cold reading series. And now we've had 12 at this point. Um, basically, what it is, is we feature a local script, whether it be a series, a play, um, a screenplay. And the writer, or director can send it in to us. We review it, make sure it's you know safe and good to go on stage. We post the synopsis, the character breakdown, the date and time of the event um, and then actors can show up the day of and be like, oh, I'd like to read for the character Don Yell. And the, and the director can be like, okay, cool. Or they can be like, oh, that part's taken up. You can read for the part of Yo-Yo because you would fit Yo-Yo really well. You look like a Yo-Yo. <laughs> and these names have never existed before. Guys, this... I can't
4: wait. <laughs> if you have kids one day just to hear what Don you Danielle name. Danielle and Yo-Yo. Danielle and Yo-Yo. I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to pro-
1: pronounce Danielle. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, so then they can go and they get the, they get their sides, or they get the they get the script, and then the actors have an hour with it, and the director can give some kind of stage direction, very minimal, and then they, we put it on stage, script in hand an hour later, open it up to the public, the whole community can come, and it's an effing riot. <laughs> it's so much fun, and it's it's a great way for the writer slash director to hear their work read aloud, and not just in a table setting. It's you know an enhanced setting, so they have movement, movement, and and. Um, all types of variety of people, people that they wouldn't have even thought to put in that role, which I think is really a cool part for me to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's um, that's the last Sunday of every month, which we have also teamed with Laura Cassidy and Ride or Die. Um, if you guys are familiar with Ride or Die, it's a writing group. They meet on Sundays. Um, really, really great group that's um, helping writers stay, you know, hold hold each other accountable. It's, it's like
4: a body double group. So you're there, you have no excuse, you're sitting around. This other- word body double has
1: come up a few <laughs> Times between Chelsea and I. ADHD. I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs>
4: um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying they all get together at a, a coffee shop. They sit alongside. I think sometimes Laura has prompts. If someone's not currently, who has their goddamn
1: phone? Oh my I'm gosh. Me. Are you guys amateur or oh, what? Wow. Over here. Sylvia. I don't know. I don't you know. know. I had mine on silent. Can you edit that it's out? Not so oh, they yeah. probably. So he he yeah. edits stuff time. I'm just teasing. him. Yeah, we're just—we don't give a shit. hes sitting there going like, "I'm, I'm
4: already."
3: It's <laughs> already. Right? I'm,
4: I'm already, already chewing thinking, over thinking here, about it. Like, like, rawr, rawr, rawr. The last Sunday of every month, every, <laughs> rawr, rawr, rawr. every, month, every <laughs> other yes. month, is a ride or die addition <laughs> to the Cold Reading series. And Laura Cassidy runs that. She is a badass producer in town. If you need a producer, she, I don't know if she has a time turner. I don't know where she finds the time, but she's Yeah, big shout it. out to Laura Cassidy. She's been a huge support system for us at The Apothecary. Mm-hmm.
2: If people want to be part of that, how would they go about that?
1: Follow her Instagram. Okay. Turn yeah. on notifications. Um, we also if you don't have social media we have a mailing list and that's why'd you, been why'd you look at me <laughs> if you don't um, like, Randall Perez have Instagram you,
4: you did you're that was aggressive 97 years old <laughs> Just if kidding. you're maybe too old for pull, Instagram, pull out. <laughs> get out
3: from under the rock.
4: Yeah. We do have a book that we publish we, every week. We have a, a, a zine. Do you remember video. that? We have a zine that we publish. Now, now you're talking.
1: Um, <laughs> mailing list. Join the mailing list. It's also a great way to hear about all of our events. We put it out every month, and it sh- it says everything that we have going on for the month, and hopefully we can put everything in it because sometimes we can't.
4: Yeah, there's a lot. Also, I I do want to circle back really quick, Let's John. Circle you- back. Mm-hmm. God damn is that it. okay, guys? It's yes, a so circling bag not doubling. I'm back. trying to be professional, all right? <laughs> um, John, earlier you were saying that we always have so many people at the events. Yeah. A huge part of that is Sylvia busting her ass what? in marketing what? to get people there. <laughs> I'll get, so I'll be um, maybe at the tech table. Doing something when the event's about to start, Sylvia's at the bar, and I will get a tap on my shoulder and be like, it's time to personally text people. It's time <laughs> to go. And so we'll start texting everyone. So it's a constant um, – lo- I was going to say something that was going to sound That's a whole about. other
1: job in yeah. in being a business yeah. owner that's like an event space because mm-hmm. mm-hmm, that's that's how we've had to hustle the last year without with the strikes going on. We had to be creative with how we were going to bring in revenue for the studio, so we could keep the lights on because the tapes weren't coming in. Mm-hmm. And so marketing is a job in itself. And since there's only two of us, we can't really afford to hire anybody on. It's a nonstop work trying to just keep the word out, keep keep stuff happening, keep events going, and constantly invite people.
4: Oh, yeah. And so a lot of times we try to delve it up. I mean, we we'll, we can both jump on and do what the other does. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, I'll make a promo – um. Thank you, this is a sponsored ad for Canva. <laughs> I'll make a, a promo and then Sylvia will push the hell out of it and looks and, and sees when's the best time to uh, post on in- Instagram.
1: Which doesn't matter
4: anymore. Times don't matter anymore
1: oh, that's on Instagram. Screen. I didn't know that. Yes, it's oh. true. Now it's length of video watching time, hmm. which is annoying. Just don't get <laughs> so on social say media. just really slow. <laughs> just don't get on social media. It's like really depressing me lately. Well,
3: but but outside of that, the thing that 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 it's also something that we're trying to do. But it, it's 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 cool seeing what you guys have been able to pull together. Is is it's a community, right? Like like it's also a thing that all these events are like. If everybody shows up, it's gonna work for everyone. Yeah. Just buy into it. Like please, just understand what we're trying to do. And and um and I think it's kind of cool that like all like everything seems fun. Like what, what we try to do mm. is always like it's filmmaking, but it's like it's not just we're throwing up a screen and mm-hmm. showing it. How do you feel? Do you have a, a, a bit of a community surrounding you?
1: Randall, the thing is, I don't know if you remember <laughs> this, but uh, I didn't listen to anything you just said.
3: <laughs> I, I kind of figured that was happening. You guys
4: are distracting me no, with God I, damn it. I, I knew I it was, was going to happen. <laughs> I was literally, I
3: knew it was going to happen. You
4: probably got the whole process of me looking at this king cake, <laughs> <laughs> considering if I could eat it in front of the microphone no, and we, then deciding actually, to lick it off my finger. So I'll yeah.
3: tell you the
2: way you do that, you just do this.
4: And hey no 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 I do yeah, I do this uh, we'll, we'll turn it into an ASMR.
3: Situation. Oh there you go, <laughs> get a lot of people. <laughs> in. I, I accidentally made one of those uh, yesterday. ASMR things? <laughs> yeah it was just you like
4: accidentally.
3: Well yeah no,
1: <laughs> well no it,
3: like it was it was just a video showing uh, putting together a, 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 a oh. old toy camera but it's got all these like.
4: Oh that's fun. True.
3: And somebody was like oh.
4: That's, that's really pleasant. pleasant. That's, a, that's, that's pleasant, Yeah. <laughs> that's pleasant, <Randall. laughs> That's your Instagram name. That's pleasant, <laughs> Is this a video? I-
0: some dignity
4: now. I don't yeah. have any be, dignity. Be now. Be, you got to give me some for me to show any.
2: The, one of the issues is that I told them they will not be on camera because <laughs> right. there's not because he, nice. I'm assuming that this
3: whole moment is is going to get this. this
4: snippety. <laughs> no, this needs to stay
1: on. Honestly, honestly yeah. look, the yeah. I mean, I mean, rawness. Right. Yeah.
3: All right, we're back. Okay, so of. question, question. Okay, right. guys, yeah. we're back. We're back. Well, <laughs> there was a there was a round of yeah. yeah. Um. So, but but how what kind of going back to the question that was uh... (laughs) so how is the community i mean it because the thing that for us it's like we've been surrounded by camera nerds and like you know and recently i've immersed myself into um uh people that are like i'm an actor i'm seriously i'm trained i'm this is something that's not you just show up and just do it like we we a lot of times would uh just grabbing, like, oh, it's the guy at the grocery store. Would you like to be in our movie? And that's not the way to do it. And so it's no, cool right. to <laughs> – and it's it's great to start meeting people that are serious mm-hmm. and trained. And, and then also now I'm seeing that you guys have created, like, a community and are doing fun stuff. And it's like, oh, come on, dude. Play you around. do? Yeah. No, it's like, but I mean, what, with our, what we do, like, you know what yeah. I mean? And like, because I, I feel like the spirit is a sim- similar. I'm yes. Nice to you listening. know, I mean, obviously the turnout's been great, but it's just like, these ideas, it seems like you guys have a bunch of different ideas and y'all, y'all keeping, keeping it fresh.
4: Just give a high five for that. You we do I mean? just bust shit out. Hey, that was a good high five. I yeah, didn't hurt she didn't you. hurt me this time. We had a conversation of <laughs> about this earlier where she flinched when I went to give her a high five and she's like, sorry, I just know it's going to hurt every <laughs> single time.
1: Um, well, yeah. to answer your question, Mr. I don't Press, know if it was
3: a question, but okay. Oh, I mean, well, I wanted respond. it to be a question. I felt like I like was, was a question. around. No, around
1: sure. yeah, Well,
2: yeah, we were, you were swimming for a bit. But the, 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 what you was basically <laughs> asking is, where do you get your ideas? Like, where get, do y'all come up is is y'all? with? Is it people approaching y'all? The, the yes, so. people coming in with? Like, like if we came to y'all, we like. We got an idea to try to find some some actors for little cold opens that we got. Or
1: whatever. Yeah, they always are coming at us straight from New York. Yeah, they the come Reds. at us and they like, hey, look, I got a uh, <laughs> Same thing. No, really. Um, I will say yes. We do get some ideas and some, ju- uh, some suggestions from our friends in the community. That has many things have come out of that. We we are always encouraging people to share their ideas. If they want to get on stage, they have some kind of project they want to produce. Like we are always in all in support of it. Um, another thing is as Chelsea and I have to make time to sit down and be like okay how can we bring in revenue this week and sometimes it just starts with looking at the calendar what time of year is it what ha- what classes have we had going on
4: what's going on in the commu- film community at the mm-hmm. time um, like the strike influenced a lot
1: yeah we had some classes we, we also have acting classes at the studio I mean I'm sure that's given but um, Chelsea and I have taught some intro to on camera acting classes and then we've Brought in a variety of teachers for different courses, Mm -hmm. which was a huge hit and um, a lot of fun for us to see come alive because it made us really feel like, oh, wow, we are doing it. We've got an acting studio and people like us. Well, I don't
4: know if they like us. Well, they don't like us. Yeah, they they like like the space. They like the space. And then, yeah, I had the same thought. And then I was like, in one day, we're going to get paid. This is going to be great. We're going to get paid. Not just emotionally. Yeah. Yeah, no, for
1: sure. Mm -hmm. Money would be really good. So
2: so that's a good question is if if somebody were to come to y'all and say, I need some actors or whatever, is there... Options that they can come to you and, you know, kind of use you as a casting director to a degree? No. 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 Okay. I was oh. like, don't
4: say yes. No, I, I saw you. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't gonna. No. Uh, so we are in a casting office and we love our cast, our local casting offices. We never want to step on any toes. But what we can do is direct you to there you go. Um, maybe a group of actors or put out just some information if you're looking for people to email you or if you want to rent the space for your own casting mm-hmm. but that's yeah that's what we, happened before and
1: mm-hmm. actually next month someone's coming using our space renting out the studio and using our taping equipment um and using one of us as an employee to tape the auditions right and so that's good and and um that way they can use our space and use our name but also we're not doing the casting that's just being held there at the studio
4: yeah, exactly.
1: But yeah, it's a very important for us to be clear that we're not a casting office because that's a whole other job, and it's yep. so much work. <laughs> so, and much we have work. a lot of we have a lot of friends and, and um, acquaintances now that we have um, a social media platform that people follow, and. We're trying to navigate how to tell people, hey, we really want to help you and support your show that you're casting, but that's not a part of our job. Um, we do have like a little marketing um, service on our website that is very affordable for the indie project, right? So if someone comes up there it's like, hey, I need this, and th- this age and this type of person and this and this, and we're like, okay, if you can get it all broken down, we will charge you this much to put it on our story for this many days. We'll charge you this much to put it on our page for this many days. And we'll put we'll charge you mm-hmm. this much to put on our website for a month or whatever, but that's it. We don't do any other work. Yeah, uh,
4: we try not to anyway. And we had to start charging because we were having so yeah. we and we were designing a lot of these posts, and then we just found ourselves doing a lot of free work for everyone, <laughs> and and just realized that we had to start prioritizing our time. Because it was yeah. just getting away from us, yeah. wanting to help so much, yeah. so we made it affordable. They're putting a lien on my house, and I don't
1: even own my house. <laughs> so that's been really difficult for me to navigate. Like, I mean, we said we weren't going to talk
4: about personal things on this. Podcast. Okay, sorry.
2: So a lot of people might hear this, and a lot of people might be looking at like, okay, I want to become an actor locally in New Orleans, and I have no fucking clue what to do. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to those people who are Run. like?
4: Yeah, don't do Run it. <laughs> God, don't. Honey, we're so sad. You sure you don't want to be a
0: teacher? <laughs> you sure you
4: don't want to be a teacher? Um, I would say shoot us an email. That's the first thing. We have services listed on our website, but if you don't know where to even start, mm-hmm. don't feel uh, scared to just email us and say, hey, I want to get started. What do I need to do first? Mm-hmm. Because, first and foremost, we want. Like we said earlier, to be a support system, to help. And it's not even just – we've had older actors come in who just need a refresher or just to learn how to navigate that
1: the database, technology. Yeah.
4: And that we're thinking, like, I can't act anymore because I don't know how to do everything online. And we've had them come in and kind of walk them through that. We mm-hmm. have a client who's 98 Seven. 98. 98, oh, yeah. 98 years old. 98 by now. Or 99. It's been two years.
1: Jesus Christ.
4: Is he not enough? We have to throw him up. He could be a hundred years old. He could be a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oops, am I? Did I unplug something? Yep, I've been telling so, so many people this year that we were about to have our three-year anniversary. Wow.
3: You should just you Woo! should just fudge it. Just yeah, just lean
4: into Fudget. it. We just okay. Wait, I wanted to add to that.
1: Yeah. Um, it's absolutely you can come to the, apo- the apothecary to say I want to be an actor. How do I do it? That's. Uh, that is what we do. No, so no, no, do not come to the yeah, office. <laughs> oh, yeah, please forward. don't come without notice. Um, but, yes, email, um, social media, any ways to get in touch with us is, is totally doable. And like Chelsea said, we have older clientele. I just uh, did a career consultation for a 16-year-old kid who was an extra on um, our movie Vanishing Act mm-hmm. that John and I co-produced. And um, right, did I say that correctly? Yeah. I know yeah. that you. it was a weird look. I know no, you, no, 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 you have a like like, magical name. Someone yeah. who's like an e- executive artistic director. No, 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 no. Okay. it's perfect. <laughs> um, no. But anyway, um, directed yeah.
3: by Jason Affeldt.
1: Right, directed by our dear friend Jason. The same Affolder. guy
2: who can't get people to his screenings. But what? I don't say that. <laughs> no, he, yeah, hell he, of a he, turnout turn on Sidegeist.
3: It was too many people. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, he's going to throw uh, Affolder every every uh, podcast. He's going to throw Affolder under the bus. And he's going to talk about wrestling.
1: Okay,
2: so. We've well, well, we hit both that oral plug. The talent agency also. Right. Um, but I, that's on our live things. So I a list of checkoffs that I have to make sure whenever we're going off. I'm like, oh, Time by the way,
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of checkoff, back. <laughs>
2: Act.
4: Ah. <laughs> I actually thought about that, too. You mean Michael Chekhov? You mean... That guy's a savage. <laughs>
2: um, well, so, so let's talk about a bit yourselves, though, because we haven't really gone oh into God. who all are. We,
4: that's we, all we ever want to do. <laughs>
2: no one ever cares about us. No, it's, it's apothecary. That's really cool. Wait, what? No, get out of here. Yet. Wait, <laughs> no. But so um, I think I met you, Sylvia... Well, I come, god damn we bring him up too much you're auditioning for one of Jason's. <laughs> <No. laughs> good old Jason i no, like, careful <laughs> um <laughs> I was at the annex of uh D4 where we were casting for like ghost bikes I think it was mm-hmm. a couple of years back and um we, I
4: remember you all, I read for you with you for that audition, right? I don't think so, but maybe. No, we did. Sorry, oh, yes! To, we have a video. Sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah. That was, that's when I had first met you, and, and Jason met you, you were doing like a bartending side gig at that point. Mm-hmm. And this was no, that was like
1: my full-time job for many, gotcha. many, many, many years.
2: Gotcha. That's, going back to don't be an actor, you just be a bartender. You <laughs> get Honestly, more money that way. Yeah. But, Miss Chelsea, uh, the reason I was asking you earlier the way I did was because literally I remember there was a rule at UNO when I was going there. You can't cast Ben Matheny and you can't cast Chelsea Hebert in the fucking thing. (laughs) That was was for for Laura Medina and her class specifically, not for everybody.
1: Wait, you're saying that on – Live, wait, public people are gonna hear you say that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was big, dude. This was this was a decade ago. Wait, why couldn't you cast
1: y'all? You were trouble. No,
2: no, no, because everybody did. Because she was doing like thirty fucking roles a year. Yeah, a positive way. Yes,
4: I literally (laughs) like the. um, I I really just sometimes I just wanna. Have a couple of beers and sit down and <laughs> watch. That doesn't like look like a beer. Six hours beers. of student films. Uh, <laughs> <I, laughs> it's a beer like this. What are you drinking beer out of a teacup? Yeah, I drink out of a little tiny teacup that you slowly put to your. Cylinder. Cylinder. <laughs> it's teacup. helpful if you roll it. <laughs> I can that always guarantee <laughs> Sylvia is going to call me out no matter what <laughs> um, and watch some of those films. I Yeah, my, the first time I was ever on camera was uh, I was with Chip. Mm, I remember yep, Chip. Yep, yep. And I, I killed not, not him. Your brother,
2: Chip no, Chip or... Hornstein.
3: Chip Hornstein. His his brother it was I I went to film school at UNO with his brother oh. and his brother's name Chip Wood. What?
4: That's kind of name. <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> damn it you got my evil laugh almost coming out It's a tight name That's It's
3: pretty tight. good are our
2: nicknames I'm not even going to talk about mine they were atrocious I don't know what was wrong with my fucking family but they <laughs> And
3: and in some kind of way they they traced way back that they're uh, some kind of way related to Edward, Edward. yeah, Edward. which Edward. means their films are just as good yes no, just which they are, are. So just Edward like, is through
2: Josiah thing. Wood now they would have to look up at, his, um, his 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 brother Chip. But like Josiah, I remember that. I was like, there's, there's a
3: there's uh, a there's a church on on uh, Broadway right by Loyola that they I guess he used to go to. So it was it was he it turned was, it into yeah. a huge vagina, what? like what? the what? inside of it. Like, go ahead.
2: Amazing. It was it was the you could Methodist. actually see
3: it on the first season of Time. It's too.
2: the Wesley Center at uh, Tulane. And, back and look. yeah, it's it's like the Wesley Center at Tulane. It's it's a Methodist owned thing. And he finagled a way to use it without telling them what he was doing, and rented it out because they needed money for like three hundred bucks a week or some or some bullshit, and built a set in there. It was he, he built the inside of a vagina, and the whole movie was a bunch of he was ripping off of David Lynch. I always shit talk him, but he was clearly ripping off a of David Lynch. And the end was somebody walks through the hallway. Whenever they walk out, it's a baby being born. So it's supposed oh. to be like all the shit in the womb. It was
1: supposed uh, to be all high art and all that kind Woods of crap. Woods vagina, over. yeah. And it
2: never uh, got finished. Never got finished. Whoa. He eventually burned all the film because it was so bad, as most of the stuff he does is. Aww. um He's a UPM in Boston <laughs> now, randomly. <laughs> but, oh, yep. I
4: love uh,
2: it. Shout out to not Chip. A, wood. Not a good filmmaker, but Go he Chip can wood. do the office
3: work and the producing shit.
4: You know what's funny? He's passionate.
3: I haven't seen him in a while. But, yeah.
4: I didn't know your brother did film as well.
3: Mm-hmm. See, now I'm stuck with this wood. Yeah. Yeah, one of them. Because I, I, I used to shoot all the Chip stuff. Yes. <laughs>
4: Now I got the little
2: brother. That, yeah, that, that, this is going to be edited terribly. That one got stuck with that. <laughs> no, that one's good. Christ. No, and and
3: uh, well, it's we weird because watch. I I I, I, I re met him at the uh, Hollywood. Vi- he used to work at Hollywood Video yeah. on uh, on Air awesome. yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, Clearview. Clearview. Yeah. yeah.
4: Anyway.
3: I used to work at Blockbuster. I did too. The which that was my one?
4: Favorite the, the, job. Oh no 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 in Homa. Oh. The only Blockbuster. I I, like, I,
3: I did it when I was in film school, and I like to say that I was in distribution.
4: <laughs> I love it. That was my always
3: always in film man.
4: Yeah. yeah, my favorite job ever, just getting paid to tell people <laughs> what I think they should watch, like mm-hmm. giving film recommendations. I remember when I worked at Blockbuster, that's when Pan's Labyrinth came out. Oh, wow. And I spent so much time trying to convince parents that it was not a children's film. <laughs> and they didn't believe me. They said, but there's these myth- mythical creatures in it. And I was like, all Your right. Your kids will all have right. nightmares till they're 35. And young. they'd come back and they'd yell at me. I'm like, hey, I told you. Yeah. But See, um, I, I
2: try to tell, tell people to watch Peter Jackson's early work, and I'm just be like, no, watch Dead Alive, it's fucking great. And watch uh, Watch Bad Taste. <laughs> all right, back, right. To, uh, yeah, back what, to what um, you guys. So <laughs> for you so, and o, so,
4: so do you even remember the question? So, no, it was just so, so, so who uh,
3: are you guys? Yeah.
4: So we. Oh, right.
3: We're going back to oh, who
4: you guys
3: who are. are. We? So so you worked at Blockbuster worked and at <laughs> can make a good roux. <laughs> you were a bartender. Yes. And so yeah, so that's great. And we met great on a U and
4: O film. Oh yeah, we did.
3: So great.
1: Oh, did you really? Yeah, we met
4: on a UNO film, and our
1: life there was nothing before our lives until
4: then. Like so, honestly, that, I don't we, remember. That's when we were
1: born, I think.
4: Yeah, I, do you remember anything? I don't. I don't think so. Did you grow up here? Are you from here? Do you? I think I was born at UNO, <laughs> at in, at twenty two years old. I I also. Um, think that I was born at 25, which means you were also 25 because we are the same oh, we age We you 25.
1: We were in that movie at 25 years old. Yeah, uh, I think we we're 23. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Sorry, we just <laughs>
4: stared into each other. When was that? Um, but we clicked
1: immediately. Yeah. Even though. We auditioned for the same part, and I knew I didn't go to UNO. I was an outsider um, coming from New York City. You know, I was like really badass. I wore like leather jackets as a kid. And Bowery, I smoked know? cigarettes, yes. And All Chelsea black. was super intimidated by me. I had like the, I was like had like the shaved head. And <laughs> <just>
4: what? <kidding. laughs> None of that is true. I was intimidated because after we did audition for the same part, it was um, this film called The Mary Janes, and it was the lead. It was the lead part we both auditioned for. I got cast. Somebody that we both knew, an actor that was auditioning for things at the same time, uh, walked up to me in the halls and said. Hey, do you know Sylvia Grace Krim? And I was like, no, I don't know her. Oh, she also auditioned for this part, and she was asking me about you, and I think she's upset. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was so scared. And then they were like, oh, Sylvia um, is playing one of your gang members. Yeah. Like your best friend in this movie. And I was like, great.
1: I <laughs> was her, uh, what do you call it? Not a groupie, but... um, You like were my
4: gang. I literally what? was... The-
1: funky. Oh, whoa, I didn't oh. know that word, but I like that. yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we were, you know, instead of being intimidated by each other for very long, we just became best friends and made funny videos the entire time we shot. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, never no stop. Never yeah. stop. Hey, wait, everyone cough on three so John can open his Coke. Oh, it's, Coke. it's
4: open. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> yeah,
3: he's been trying to get his, co- his Cherry Coke Zero. I have a horrible caffeine addiction.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have a horrible <laughs> caffeine addiction.
3: Yeah. Um, between king cake and coffee, I'm just hitting the... Hitting so, the yeah, t- today is our king cake party, apparently.
4: Thank you. So am happy to be yeah, here for we it. We
2: got a um, ton of king cake. But no, so so it's funny that you're talking about that because that's one of the things that I always crack about, and I do say that all the time, don't I? I'm like, it's funny that you're talking about that yeah. all the time. Um, um, that's I one of the say. things We're that
3: done. he's going <laughs> to edit out. He sits around and he's just like, I hate when you do that. <laughs> um, but no, I'm Fucking I, cutting it out.
2: The One of the things I always love is whenever people are like auditioning for the same role and they find out the other person like "Oh, fucking asshole good for them good become friends. it's just it happens because it's like yeah i mean y'all kind of feel like you need to do that the same way with acting is just kind of keep going yeah keep it's a muscle
4: it. it's yeah. like, it, like anything else like you talent will only get you so far but you have to hone your craft yeah and well yeah
1: of course and in fact what we see it uh now that we have a space we see that people actually don't put as much effort into it as they should now maybe if we offered more classes more consistently it uh it would grow and grow and grow Mm -hmm. so we haven't gotten to that place yet but um just what i see is um everyone wants wants to be on a job everyone wants a job but not a lot of people put in work for it. i will say that new orleans actors i feel like in general. Are really great. Are do have great work ethic and are very talented and do and do the work. So I can't speak for everybody, but I will say, um, I I think it would do everyone a lot of good if everyone did a lot more training. Even if it's just working with your friends or doing, you know, running lines or whatever, just staying staying fresh, staying sharp.
4: Yeah. Learning new different techniques. But I think also in today's climate, I think it's important to try to delve out outside of just acting. So mm-hmm. For example, Sylvia and I both have started producing and are putting a lot of work into that. You know, I direct a bunch, I write, Sylvia writes, we're trying, you can't always rely on other people to create and make the roles that you want to see yourself in. You have to put in the work and, and, you know, put yourself out there as well. I think that's just the, the place that we we're in now. There's so many people producing their own things. And you learn so much
1: working on the other side. Now I've done it, Never done what you guys do. I, I myself have never done like lighting technician or gaffing or um you know sound or anything like that. I I have been PA, but I don't think I've done behind the camera work as much. But I will say what the work that I have done, it's really cool to see that side of things, and it does help you grow as an actor because being well rounded. I mean actors. You know, a great actor is a very well-rounded individual, an educated individual. You know,
2: if you want to act, should you still try to do some background work to kind of like get used to that that kind of deal? I
4: I think it's a means. I think it's a means to an end. I don't think gotcha. I can't imagine um, doing that all the time. Just because, unfortunately, and I know that you guys have experienced this, they sets don't always treat background actors very well. But um, I think if you've never been on a set that Absolutely. that's a good place to start. A big yeah. working set, and you want to see how that feels, you want to see what it looks like, go do a few movies as a background actor. There's no shame in that.
3: That makes sense because there, there is an etiquette. Like where you could stand, when you could talk, who's going to who's gonna be saying certain things, like pe- who's going to be calling action, who's going to be moving people, who's going to be calling, you know what I mean?
1: You learn terminology. Terminology. Yeah. Watch the actor, like the, the main actors or the cast itself. Watch what they do, how they work with the camera, how they speak to the crew. I mean, it's so vital and I think everyone should do background work before, I, I mean, I did
4: it. That was the yeah. very first thing I did. Same, yeah. If you're going to do it, pay attention. You mm-hmm. know, It's easy to go and you're clowning around. There's a bunch of people. Watch the actors, watch the stand-ins. The stand-in work is great too. Mm-hmm. You're super close to the uh, your first team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is important. I think you should do it, um, but also prioritize. And carve out your own time to do your own thing, Which is hard. Yes. I mean, so
1: I get what you're saying. I mean, it's it's hard to make yourself do that, especially if you don't have a body double to hold you accountable. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's an interesting thought that you said because it made me think that you were going to start saying, don't work in film uh, if you want to be a director because then as soon as you work in a position, in one position in film, they'll only see you as that and then they won't see you as a director.
2: The reason I bring up the background thing, things like that is because... You had mentioned that y'all do some um, like acting classes. Who teaches that? How do y'all do that? Where when do y'all do that?
4: Well, it depends. We've done a few intro classes, or classes for beginners, or classes for people who want to switch from maybe stage acting to film acting because it's a very different medium. Um, and those
1: are those classes were beginner 2 intermediate i feel like you know chelsea and i don't have like teaching credits or anything we've never you know never gotten any kind of like diploma for that but with our experience we and our and taping people we feel like we're, we've learned a lot and feel pretty knowledgeable and um feel confident in teaching those classes mm-hmm. but other ones that we've done we've had the versatile actor
4: course which super we cool. had several different teachers this one was really cool for us it was a we have we had a six-week course right Mm -hmm. we had james dumont we had adam stevenson
1: Audrey LaCrone. So let's go from the beginning. Wait, who was our first one? Audrey Lacroix, who's a dialect coach in town. Her clients have won Oscars. Literally, she's killing Incredible. it. Incredible. Um, so she did a, a dialect um, coaching session for that first class. Um, then we had Shauna Betts. Shauna Betts, who is an amazing writer and director, and whoa, like I think that was some of the people's favorite teacher because she like really got into the nitty gritty as far mm-hmm. as acting classes go. Like broke it down. It's great to hear from a writer's perspective, for scripts. I mean. Um, so many well we taught one we taught, a, yeah, we taught an one. audition class mm-hmm. we had uh, Langston yep. Williams mm-hmm. and he taught a how two to, hour cram session on how to outline your script idea oh that's cool um, I don't want to miss anybody I need to get through all of no, them no Adam
4: Stevenson was Adam, next Adam, after that he mm-hmm. was, that
1: was like business side of things like how do you present yourself what are some things you can do to stay on top of your game as an actor
4: yeah, and then we had James Dumont was is rounded that, us out. Mm-hmm. Is that
1: it? yeah, James demont, everyone probably knows who James Dumont is. he He came in and um, taught a great class for everyone, closed out the sh- closed out the show. I'm going to make sure that we did yeah, not forget I'll, anyone. Yeah, I'll fill in the space See, once where you're you
3: start, uh, Once you start mentioning everybody, you got to mention everybody.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. We well, you know that now. Next time, we won't do that. Um, <laughs> but then after that, while she's looking to make sure we're not forgetting anybody, um, not, and they must be the most important if we did not name them, we had another one. Christian Stokes came in. Christian Stokes is a veteran actor here in town uh, and a stunt actor, and he's been in and out. and He's, had, I mean, I took classes from him when I was 22 years old. I'm 103 currently. Um, did we forget anyone?
4: No, we didn't forget anyone. Okay, phew.
1: <laughs> we did it. Um, like so, we rent out the space as well, but we we have to vet our teachers. We have to we have to make sure we have we're we are on board with their their course, their curriculum idea. We think that they'll be a good fit um, for the space and for mm-hmm. the people that are going to come in. And so he taught a four week course. It was his first time uh, working with us to see if we wanted to do it. People loved it. Um, we had Aaron Cessna who did a, um, Shakespeare. a Shakespeare. Yeah, so that was really cool. So yeah, we
4: um we're hoping to get um some more classes going this year. I we know. Al- uh, sorry to interrupt. We also host classes. Are we? Oh yeah. Rent out the space to Crescent City Stage, who who they do a ton of classes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have a brick and mortar yet, but. They're
1: a theater company in town, and Monday nights they do scene study, and it's going to be an, um, an ongoing thing from now on. And it has been before, you know, the holidays. So that's great that we offer some – we always have a class going on on Monday nights from like mm-hmm. 6.30 to 8.30, and it's a four-week course. Sometimes it's a six-week, six-week course, and that way someone can always be in classes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah.
3: Wow, we lucked out to get you guys here. Yeah. Because it, uh, it sounds like that's you just... always have something going on. It's
1: true. It's true. We haven't cried about it. Uh, We never cry, and we get lots of sleep. Someone say we don't feel anything anymore. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I felt like maybe that's what my issue is. I'm like, I can't cry, and I can't emote. I'm just,
4: oh, that's depression. (laughs) I'm not depressed. (laughs) As you do the robot while you're in your chair. I'm not depressed. (laughs) I'm a depressed robot.
2: Classes are one thing. Y'all have the events going on. You have some theater stuff going on. Do y'all have any plans of expansion or anything like that? Or are y'all kind of staying with, oh, is he nodding going on?
4: Yeah. In a perfect world, we would have a studio in Atlanta, oh, Austin, yes. oh, wow. India, Savannah, <laughs> Dublin. Didn't you bring up Dublin before? Yes. We want um,
1: we want to have access to the Guinness tap that goes underground. And I think the only way we're going to be able to do that is if we get in with Ireland Um I don't know if you've ever had Guinness, but it's not as good in America as it is actually here. It's a long game. We're, we're playing
4: the long game <laughs>
1: here. Um, yeah, we definitely have. A, we definitely want to expand. And we've been hearing from people from out of town, like, wow, we've never been to a place like this. And in, even in New York and California, it's just I, I think they feel re- very welcome mm. at the Actors' Apothecary, which is huge, mm-hmm. and that's our goal, like win, win, win. Um, and so it would be really cool to be able to have a space in a big city where, because like in New York, I went to New York a couple months ago and... Um, I was meeting with an actor I met with an actor friend and they were like oh I can never find anybody to read for me so I just do it on Zoom I'm like are you crazy your neighbor is probably an actor and it's just they don't make I don't know if it's they don't make the effort or it's just hard to get people because everyone's working I also had to only sell my friends in New York at their jobs none of them had any time (laughs) off which is crazy I know the grind is insane up there but that will be something really cool to be able to do Um, we definitely will need um, money for that but that's another goal of ours this year is grants we're going to be writing Asking for grants, writing grants? we're writing asking grants. For donations, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, we found that there's a huge, uh, huge market for that on a market. Um, obviously, I've never written a grant before, so uh, I know that's allowed. and
4: uh, what, what Sylvia's trying to say is apparently there's free money out there that we have not tapped yeah. into. <laughs> So, um, if you're out there and you want to support the arts, just reach out to the Actors Apothecary and give us and your money. And write us a one million dollar check. Thank you. Um, that's going to be hard to explain on taxes. Make it a hundred grand. Okay, just give us cash. <laughs>
3: some cash under the table—that's always the good way to
2: go. Are you trying
4: it. to give us cash under the table? Is that what I'm? <laughs> I mean? i do not <laughs> see any <laughs> cash coming. He mm-hmm. just
3: spent eat. ninety dollars on king cakes. <laughs> uh, you know,
1: God, that's how much. this... John, you need to watch that crafty spending.
3: Have you of- have you experienced the hot dog bar? <laughs> what? No. So this <laughs> I, I, I
2: I didn't even bring it up this time. That's another one of those Is checklists. Is your idea things. of
1: expanding time code no Girl, Have yes. you seen me
4: look at my phone? No. It's I'm checking all my children, so don't think I'm being She says that all the ap- time, and she's texting her mysterious lover. I don't have a mysterious lover. <laughs> who lives in the bayou. That's the Rougarou. in the room.
2: Roo? He's stirring
4: the room. He's yeah, stirring the Roo.
2: That shit's no joke, because, like... We're
4: <laughs> oh, not about mysterious mysterious to start joking about the Rougarou.
2: No, 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 no. The kids thing. <laughs> Cause it's really funny how you like have a life like and how you, you can do it off the hot bar, hot and then, then you bar. do like, we'll you have kids or you have somebody that has a kid and you're just like, well, I can't do anything anymore. Can I mm. like, just like,
4: yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. John, I wish I couldn't do anything anymore. I wish I had a little bit more time on my hands.
3: What, what do you things. think makes a good hot dog bar?
1: Um,
3: Sauerkraut?
4: Well,
1: first of all, I don't eat pigs. No. Yeah. So first of all, I'd love a veggie dog. Um, mm. You know, ideally it would be gluten free because I'm gluten intolerant.
3: He's good at he's good at all of this.
1: And okay, and then a gluten free bun that doesn't taste like fucking cardboard. Okay, so after we match that, uh, yes, sauerkraut. So uh, ketchup, mustard.
3: You should unfurl the the, the hot dog just, the bars. just for, you,
0: for you a specific. Join
1: the- uh, the hot dog safari contest that they do every year. I'm going to get you in touch with that. It's a real thing, and we did host. We were the hub. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, the hub yeah, of the hub <laughs> hot dog safari this last year.
4: Oh, my God. It's crazy. It, it all comes, comes back to the dog. Wow. Circling back.
2: So, okay, wrap it up. Coach this So uh, where can up. they sorry, find sorry. y'all <laughs> at? The, the Actors Apothecary. Uh, well, first off, for personals or for the apothecary, where can they find y'all?
1: You can't find us personally ever. Cut. No. <laughs> Yeah, you can. Um, well, Sylvia's you Instagram. Actors Apothecary, <laughs> um, Yeah, so the Actors Apothecary is, on Instagram is just at, at the Actors Apothecary. That's the, plural. The, 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 Actors Apothecary. Um, our email. Our email is apothecary at gmail.com. Our website is, can you guess it? Theactorsapothecary.com. <laughs>
4: And, and um, I don't know if you want our personal information. It's uh, easy to find us. Just go to the Actors Apothecary, <laughs> scroll through all the dumb videos that we just took of ourselves. They're yeah. buried in there, and we're tagged. Yeah, we're both on Instagram. You can it's find It's easy. Us. At Chelsea Bryan, Chelsea Bryan, and, and what? S.G. Krim. Yeah.
1: And what you got
2: coming up? Apostrophe?
1: What, what? Possessive apostrophe? Nope, no. there's no Apostrophe. <clears throat>
2: Uh, what do y'all got coming up? I, I, I know the strike sucked ass, but y'all are still working, uh, working actresses, right?
1: Oh yeah, yes, thank you, John. <laughs> thank you. For we are working actors, and we are actors, and we are still people.
4: <laughs> Sylvia is in the trailer <laughs> for Lisa Frankenstein, wow. and is uh, in that film, which is super cool. Mm-hmm, that's Zelda Williams,
1: uh, Robin Williams' daughter's directorial debut, and she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And the film looks really hilarious. It's going
4: to be so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. It that comes out like
1: Valentine's Day, I mm-hmm. think.
4: Mm-hmm. and i have some small parts in a couple of netflix movies and my part is also also small <laughs> and um i will be in a couple episodes of an upcoming amc drama
1: cash no big deal
4: it's <laughs> not a big deal i'm just in a couple episodes to get a name um but yeah that's that's it that's all we have come i mean i feel like the strike just Doug Stagger into yeah. our yeah. careers. Yeah, we're, we want to put
1: something on stage at the Apothecary that we're both in. So we're looking for material that we love, that we connect to, that we can both star in, um, and then that has a cast less than six people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that sparks anybody at all, but um, it's time. We want to do something together, and we want to perform on our stage. and. Mm-hmm. Kind of play a little bit and less. I mean, it'll still be tons of work. I'm sure. Actually, it'll probably stock like big time. But you know, at least we'll have fun sometimes.
2: For Sylvia Grace Grimm, for Chelsea Bryan, for Randall Perez. All right.
4: <laughs> is that this
1: your is, tag? All right. Oh, sorry, sorry,
2: sorry.
0: Wait, I need one.
1: <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Oh, that was a good. One. That was a good one, right? I I want to do body game. Let me change it. The,
4: <laughs> Rick is sorry. Never... Wait, wait, wait. We didn't say yours. Oh, sorry.
0: Oh, and and Ricardo Barros.
3: We've figured that a long
0: time ago. There's music. Thank you for sitting (laughs) through this. Thank you for sitting through (laughs) this. And thanks to our guests today, Chelsea Bryan and Sylvia Grace Krim. And thanks to our hosts, Randy Perez and John Wood. Time Code Presents is a Time Code Nola production produced by Ricardo Barros. For more information on what we're up to, you can check us out at timecodenola.com or just ask somebody. Later.